right, everyone, welcome to the show. This is Tennessee Wildcast. Good to have you back here again. Sitting around the table, going to have a good discussion today on turkeys and on diseases. We'll explain all that more in a little bit. Got Jason right here, Harmon. We'll get to our guest in, in just a little bit, okay? Of course, Todd's back here helping us out today. We're glad you're in here. We hope you're telling your friends about us. I'll let uh, Jason tell you where all we are because he remembers it better than I do. He's a lot younger than I am. So where are we, Jason? That's right, Doug. We're on uh, on our website at tnwildlife.org. Uh, visit there. You can find us. Um, we're going to be on iTunes. Well, we're on iTunes. Uh, we're on TWRA.TV. You can watch us there. And it doesn't uh, cost anything there. It doesn't cost a thing. Uh, and then, if you're sound, if you're on SoundCloud, you can listen to us there. So there's all a lot of places. Of places. Yeah, yeah. All right. We want you to tell your friends about us because this is about you, really. We we talk to folks here at TWRA, good biologists, wildlife officers, and and many others here about what's going on at the agency. And of course, that will help you out in the field, help you hopefully on the water some, at least have an understanding of what's going on here. And you're not always guessing because it's difficult for you to come to commission meetings and always keep up with everything that's going on by reading. So that's why we have this show. And uh, Jason, you know, what we need to talk about is you getting out hunting. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm about ready. Turkey season's here, here. Yeah. It's here. Uh, the, the kids started hunting last weekend. Of course, this weekend it opens for everybody across the state. I know everybody's excited. 44 days to that's get right. birds this year so i hope everyone does well and last year and I'll, I'll talk to 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 our guest here in a minute about this but last year thirty-one thousand plus birds taken in the spring season and that's pretty good that's awesome yeah and i, I know i asked you this last time but what can you hunt a bearded turkey there you go <laughs> bearded birds could be a okay? bearded hen could be a every now a and tom, then. So. Maybe, maybe maybe we can get our guest today to talk about that a little bit our guest is roger Applegate. i don't want to keep saying that roger is a wildlife biologist with the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. And before the, the show started, Roger and I were talking about all the many hats that Roger wears. He also works on disease, and he works on small game, and he works on the turkey populations. And, Roger, we appreciate you being on here today. Good to be here. Good to have you in here. And, and before we get there, though, uh, with Roger, Jason, I also want to remind everyone that the bag limit this year is four birds. It's pretty good. Yes. It's, it's a good bag limit. Uh, no more than one a day. Make sure it's bearded. Shot size has to be. Uh, four or smaller. Four or smaller. Uh, yep. You don't want to go out there with that number two shot or something. That's <laughs> there was a time in Tennessee where you could use number two, and the agency got rid of it a decade or so ago. It's it's a little dangerous to be out there hunting birds with that. But right. four or smaller, and you can use archery equipment. That's right. Yep. If you're better than a whole lot of people, you can use archery equipment. And uh, we want to make note that what is it? Page thirty-five. We said earlier. Page thirty-five on the, the guide. Latest hunting guide. That's right, and it's laying out in front of me just in case and. It's, it's once it comes out in this hard copy, if you don't know all that, once it comes out in the hard copy, uh, you can find it on our website at tnwildlife.org. We say that site a lot, but it's out there. It's out there electronically, and you can just go through it. So if you're into the iPhones or the smartphones and you or you like sitting at the house looking at stuff. Or on your app. Stuff. Or on your app. That's right. iPad, iPhone, wherever. I, iPad, for sure. iPads are great for that stuff, too. So. It's all out there. I'm glad the season's here for you. I'll let a lot of y'all go turkey hunting. I'm probably going to go looking for crappie. <laughs> so anyway. We can do a little bit of that, too. We can. All right. Well, good luck to everyone. Roger, you, uh, you've got a big job up there, and uh, you, you, um, you also have a historic program that started with the turkey population a long time ago. I, when I think of turkey from way back, I think of Jack Murray, even though there's some work before Jack came along, but Jack Murray was a biologist uh, for this agency who worked real hard on the turkey population, helped rekindle it along with them, great folks across the state who worked out in the field. Are we doing okay in Tennessee with our birds? 
Well, we really are. Uh, you know, we have we have a hunting season open in every one of our 95 counties in the state, which is tremendous. You know, we started out the, our first turkey seasons, and I believe, you know, the first spring turkey season we had um, after the restoration, you know, really started to take hold in the state was like maybe only six or eight counties. And we've built all the way to the point we have turkeys and we can hunt turkeys in every county in the state. So... It's and pretty I, tremendous. And, and Roger, I don't, I don't know how long the, you weren't here during, I think, the very early days of restoration. You've been here the last few years. But I can remember going up to Jack Murray's office and, and seeing all these pins across the mm-hmm. board as we were as they were spreading it across the state and doing just like what you said, now open in every county across the state. And it has been for a while. Yes. Well, yeah. do, do you know about how many birds are in the state population we don't really but you know the way the way we can kind of tell the 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 numbers of birds is really more by just the harvest and the number of birds that you know get taken each year and and you know of course varies a little bit from county to county but you know we're we're killing um you know in the neighborhood of around you know up to as much as thirty thousand birds a year so that tells us that we've probably got considerably more than that Okay, so and that's been pretty normal the last few years, yes. right? Right around that thirty thousand, and um, on the showing on the, on the TWA TV part of it, if you're watching, you were seeing some of the restoration that took place. Rocket nets were very important mm-hmm. and vital, catching birds to spread them, almost like Johnny Appleseed across the mm-hmm. state. Is that how how we did it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And and the boxes that we're seeing there from the NWTF were extremely important in transporting those things and getting them everywhere that we needed them and. Uh, to get our population where it is today. There are some folks, Roger, that think of wild turkeys, um, not hunters, <laughs> but there are some folks that now say we have nuisance issues with turkeys. How does one handle that? What do you all talk about up in the, in the wildlife division? Um, there are a few of those cases. You know, most, of, most of the kinds of cases are just you know, turkeys that, that sort of get afoul of people in their backyards in sort of suburban type situations like here in Nashville for example you know on the edge of places like the reservoirs and and those kinds of things and they're really relatively minor and generally folks uh, go out and they'll they'll just catch them and and just take them out to a more rural place and release them other times we do have some some larger flocks of turkeys that that cause some problems and generally again those get those get caught and then they just get taken somewhere Okay, so that's the restoration era is over, but some birds still being trapped because of a few nuisance issues yes. and being yeah. taken to other places. All right, and of course this is a time of year where you got to absolutely be careful when you're out there. Uh, make sure that you're you're safe because turkeys. You don't have to wear orange in the turkey season, and and uh, you don't want to be seen because their eyes are so good. So be extra careful. Our turkey hunters generally, and it might be outside your realm a little bit. Uh, Roger, but turkey hunting is generally pretty safe in Tennessee, isn't it? I, I think it's quite safe in Tennessee. I, um, I think I think we had, may have had, I can think of one accident we had a couple of years ago, somebody shooting at movement, but it's the only one I can remember in recent years. Yeah, there haven't been many that I can think of either. Okay. Something, and, something they talk about in Hunter Ed, too, is stay away from the red handkerchiefs and the white handkerchiefs. You don't be <laughs> having one of those in your pocket. Cause that yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, and, and throw and off a hunter. And always, if you're hunting on a wildlife management area, uh, be be real careful about how you transport it. I want you to carry it out, yeah. what, carry it in an orange mesh bag or something yeah. like that while you're yeah. leaving a place. Um, speaking of WMAs, wildlife management areas, a lot of them are open across the state and managed pretty well for turkeys? Yes. And M- many many of them are, are doing a really good job managing for turkeys and, and you know, having uh, opportunities for turkey hunting. And some of them have, uh, you know, a few restrictions and things like that, you know, drawings and 
special uh, situations. But. Okay, that's something worth looking at to see if yes. it might fall within what will make your season all that much better. And if you don't have public access, then I think the agency manages over a million acres of, of land, so you can go out there and find you a piece of property to hunt on and just do your research, look in that guide and, and get it done. Roger, is we the population overall for turkeys is good. Are we having – any concerned areas in the state or do turkeys sometimes fluctuate in and out of some areas and people get concerned and they shouldn't be by and large in the state we're we're doing really well uh we're we're seeing populations sort of uh where you would expect them to be we're in a we're in a period as you mentioned earlier we got we got finished with the restoration you know several years ago so we're not having to to restock in different places and so there's a there's kind of a, a an interesting thing that happens when you're restoring uh, turkey populations and that is they'll kind of tend to to build up you know when they once they establish in an area they'll build up they may build up to fairly high numbers for a period of time and and this is just kind of a natural process and then there's a point where where uh, they have to sort of uh, balance out with with the habitat and the conditions that are available for them and so we're kind of in that mode in most parts of the state right now Okay, is that um, using the word I've heard y'all use for years is carrying capacity? Is that what it's not enough food out there, or at some level you, you just get to where there's not enough habitat? It's really a combination of there just simply isn't enough habitat. So there's a you know basically the, the turkeys are utilizing everything that is usable by turkeys, all the woods, the fields that are available, and of course what you got left over are places turkeys can't use like parking lots and mm-hmm. yeah and and you know obvious uh, you know ag- large agricultural field situations that just don't have habitat okay but uh do you see us keeping well do you see us keeping the the bag limits at where it is right now for i know you're not the commission and and this is the season for this year is already set but are we in good enough shape that you'll see the bag limit for the sportsman down the road stay at four will it go up will it go down who knows um yeah of course it, it's hard to it's hard to, to determine that but but at this point um i don't really uh anticipate that that we would want to make too much change okay and this is all this is the spring season we also right. have a fall season yes. and we can get back in here and talk about that but when when someone goes on you can look at the harvest reports and i suggest going on and go under our website under four hunters and pull down the menu and you'll see harvest reports but if you go in there it can be a little confusing if you're not watching what you're doing because you count the fall harvest toward the total harvest every year is that correct yes and thirty-one thousand birds in the in the spring about how many in the fall uh, it the 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 top is around eighteen hundred, a thousand eight hundred, um, and it'll run. You could say the average is probably around a thousand five hundred. Okay, and not to get too much into the fall because that's a long way off. But it's an either sex in that case. It's, yes. You can, that's when you actually can go out and not have to worry about the beard. Do you think that'll stay that way for a while? Um, it, it's hard to say, but uh, again, you know, the, the the thing about the fall season is it's quite a different thing than the spring season. Um, not as many people targeting turkey specifically, and and also um, in the fall, the the numbers are just you know numbers of people hunting are just not what they are in the spring. Yeah, spring so turkey hunting is really the big hurrah. It is for yeah. sure. I mean, in the fall, I guess you're starting to think about those deer and, yeah. and a lot of yeah. other stuff too. But some folks get out and have a really good time. Anyway, all of it is in the guide. I, I can't say that enough, I guess. If you have the hunting guide from last fall, your turkey season's in there also, and it has been now for several years, so hopefully you're getting used to that. Well, what else on turkey, Roger? What should folks, anything in mind that we need to be telling them about the about the population or the coming year? Any concerns? 
Um, really, um, I guess the, the most important for, for people to know is that, you know, we're really kind of on it in terms of doing the best we can to keep track of, of where turkeys are and the numbers and, and that kind of thing, keeping track of the harvest so that, you know, we're, uh, we're very um, on top of trying to respond to anything that happens. We look at trends, so we don't look at necessarily year-to-year comparisons. We look at trends over time, what's happening with turkeys. And, and right now we've got, uh, you know, we're in really pretty good shape okay. for the most part. So a year or two doesn't make a trend, don't? Really, don't. a year or two doesn't. So if it, if it, if it turns out this, this spring right now, our harvest is a little bit less than it was last year. It doesn't mean there's been a big, you know, big change in turkey population. And that reminds me, I was talking to a friend the other day, and he was telling me he had a farm down uh, one of the counties in Middle Tennessee, and he said he didn't have as many birds on as he used to have on there. But I've heard that all from all counties all the, for years. So do, do birds just sometimes come in and come out, or or do they, or do they disappear for a few years because of predation or? Is it is just a natural form to fluctuate into different areas? It, it definitely is. And, of course, all kinds of things can happen on a, on a local basis, you know, on an individual farm basis or just a, an area. Uh, lots of things can happen. You know, there's trends in agriculture. Right. That, uh, for example, you know, a lot has to do with haying uh, because a lot of nests get established in hay fields or grass fields. And, you know, so if you get a, a kind of season where the mowing takes place earlier mm-hmm. and you know you're going to have some nests that are going to get destroyed disrupted of course they're going to re-nest but re-nesting is a little bit later and then um you know generally the clutch size the numbers of chicks produced off of re-nest is not as high as it is on the first nesting so you know that'll have a little bit to do with uh, locally with the population and just anything that really changes the the structure or the quantity of the habitats that's in an area can cause all kinds of things and and you know predation i mean that's a we know that's a factor that's been it's been influencing turkey populations always but um you can get some localized situations where almost any of these these kinds of factors can can cause a change in the numbers so fluctuation is kind of the normal situation all right and when they, they they have their young they hatch out I know it used to be, Roger, just a long time ago when I, I talked to Jack back in the days when they were, when the population was growing. He liked to see anything above, I think it was, I think it was two and a half. I might be wrong on that, pokes, or maybe maybe it was five pokes per. It's been a long time ago. What do we like to see now, or do is that taken into consideration? Uh, it's, it's taken into consideration, and, you know, really um, the, the interesting thing about the mode where we are now is that we – Whereas during the restoration part of this whole process, when we needed populations to be really productive so that uh, they would increase quickly and occupy the areas where we were stocking them, uh, now that we're at that stocked phase, the number of poults per hen can be a lot less. Okay, So we're down closer to the two to two and a half range now and that's natural i want to say it was 5.2 which i I, I believe back in those days but that that makes sense to me now and when they get the days that i remember talking with him more too when it gets to august then that's when they generally will often get on to the population will make it into the population yes okay all right well good to hear all that i want to talk to you a little bit too about uh, diseases you stay you you, just what you do also you worry over what diseases might be here and you have to be almost like a doctor when it comes to that with all your terminologies i think is tennessee 
uh, a state that has a whole lot of wildlife disease in it. I mean, just general any wildlife disease with turkeys, deer, uh, small game, raccoons, whatever. We, we have pretty much a normal amount of disease. And, of course, that's a natural factor that, mm-hmm. that always affects all of our, our wildlife populations, everything from songbirds to, you know, to deer and bears. And, and it's a normal part of that process that we account for, you know, when we're managing. Um, you know, the, the, the diseases that are probably th- that most people think about in terms of, of here is, uh, you know, we periodically have these uh, uh, outbreaks of EHD, which is, you know, a viral disease that affects and our deer. Usually and, late summer. Early yeah, fall. usually late summer, early mm-hmm. fall. Um, kind of um, sort of keyed in on droughty periods. You know, a lot, a lot of times like where you've had kind of a droughty summer five or six years ago we had a terrible time we had a really bad one and we've uh, not had one of that magnitude since question um, on that real quick though you think the deer population uh, has grown and a lot of it was in the mid-state you think a lot of that population rebounded since then yes okay that yeah that that uh they can rebound that quickly huh? yeah within one to two years you can you can move it back and then the other thing that's important about that virus is that you know, the deer that do survive it, it's kind of like, you know, a person getting some of the viruses we get, you know, you get immunity to it. And so those deer that, that have had it um, and have and have made it through it, uh, they're immune to it. And, and the does that survive, they pass that immunity to their fawns. Okay. So that gives us, that's why we get a little bit of a lag. And so that disease doesn't come around all the time. All right. And a question, and there's so much, we only have a couple minutes left. We can do a whole disease show sometime if you come back down here and talk with us. But th- is there anything that's known to spread a disease in any of our wildlife to people? Should they be concerned or is this a matter of always cooking the meat properly? Yeah, the, of course, the, the thing that the thing that I caution people on the most in terms of cooking meat is if you're handling and cooking wild hogs. Yeah, and I need to be careful of that, too. There, there's there's all kinds of diseases out there. I mean, there's the rabies, which is a whole other subject, and, and um, the wild hogs are something you would eat. But there are things that can bite you that can make you sick is right, what I'm saying. Right. But as far as something that you hunt for game. Yeah. then wild hogs are where you need to be concerned. That's that's the biggest concern. Okay, and what is, what is in a wild hog that's, that's well, a concern? The, the one that we're most concerned about would be brucellosis, which people can get. It makes them very sick. Um, usually it's, usually it's, not, it's not a deadly disease necessarily, but it can make you really sick. And we, we get questions. Sometimes folks get a little bit mad because we, the way we are handling a lot of hogs across the state now is, is uh, just dispatching them ourselves and then getting rid of the the hog because it could be dangerous to human beings and we don't want to take that risk okay one other question in this last minute or so we got chronic wasting disease it's been found in arkansas can be devastating to a a deer herd or an elk herd in about 30 seconds roger what does it do to a herd and why do we want to keep it out well we 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 want to keep it out because it it can cause a decrease in the numbers of and it can also affect people's attitudes toward hunting deer Okay. And we don't want that to happen. And you see the star up there. That's where it was found in Arkansas, about 200 miles away from us. So we're not freaking out on it or anything, but if it comes, there's a plan for it, right? Right. Okay, we'll get more into chronic wasting disease another day. Roger, you were great. Thank you. Thanks. All right, everybody, we got to go. Uh, tune in. We're out there all the time, all right? The show's always there, and we'll have a new one next week. Jason, I want to hear a turkey report next week. All right, I'll try to have you one. All right, everybody, tune in, tnwildlife.org. You can always find us out there. Scroll down. You'll see us right there, okay? It's easy to find us on all the things Jason talked about early in the show. Thank you, Roger. Yeah.